This is Bigger Pockets Daily, where I read evergreen articles on real estate investing so you can still learn while you're on the go. If you just found the show on this Wednesday, welcome. And please tap the subscribe button so you'll get these automatically delivered to you every day, including weekends. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. Meet RentApp, the seamless, secure, free way to collect rent. Built by a team of fintech veterans behind Square and Cash App, RentApp uses ACH bank transfers to deposit funds directly into your account. You don't even need to download anything. RentApp setup is straightforward for renters, and there are no apps for landlords to download. Both get peace of mind with a digital transaction history. That means no more lost checks, managing a dozen different payment apps, or even wondering whether payment was sent. Landlords say RentApp is the most convenient way to collect rent, and we think you'll agree. RentApp, the free and easy way to collect rent. Learn more at rent.app landlord. That's rent.app landlord. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Understanding Leverage in Real Estate by Scott Gibson Do you want to maximize real estate investment returns, diversify your portfolio, and build wealth? No? Oh. Well, that that's surprising. I, I thought maybe you did. Well, okay. I guess we'll just talk later. <laughs> just kidding. All right. Of course you do. Leverage is the secret in real estate investing. Leverage is a valuable tool that uses other people's money to buy property. This strategy allows you to find more lucrative investment opportunities while protecting your liquid assets. So it gives you endless possibilities to purchase real estate with little or even no money down. Real estate investment is popular because of its potential for high returns. However, the concept of leverage can be tricky for new real estate investors to learn. And like any investment strategy, leverage has its benefits and risks. Therefore, understanding how leverage works is going to be key to making wise investment decisions. Today, we explain what leverage in real estate is, how you can use it to your advantage. This knowledge can help you maximize your return on your investment, ROI, and achieve your financial goals. So, whether you're a seasoned investor or you're just getting started, listen on to gain a deeper understanding of the power of leverage in real estate. First, What's leverage? All right, leverage is a real estate investing strategy using borrowed money to maximize investment returns. Using other people's money, OPM, (laughs) to buy property means you invest less of your own cash. This approach can amplify gains and significantly boost your returns. However, 
Leveraging has its risks, like interest rate changes and market performance. A mortgage is the most common example of leverage in real estate. We know this. Most investors don't have the cash to buy a property outright, so they use debt to purchase a property with leverage. They use their own cash for the down payment, and the rest, the lender's money, is leverage. All right, so how does real estate leverage actually work? Leverage works by using real estate financing to purchase an investment property. A mortgage or hard money loan is the most common source of financing. However, a home equity line of credit or HELOC or loan, an FHA loan, a jumbo loan, or a private loan are also ways to use leverage. The investor can reduce the amount of personal cash or liquid assets they invest. Instead, they use other people's money. Therefore, you can purchase real estate that would be otherwise unaffordable. Or you could use property leverage to finance several real estate deals and spread your risk exposure. Here's a short guide to how property leverage works in real estate. Initial investment. The real estate investor uses their own money for the initial investment, typically a down payment of at least 20%. However, it could be more or less depending on the loan terms. Property ownership. After securing a mortgage loan and closing the deal, the investor gains full ownership and control of the property. This is despite the fact they make a proportionally small initial investment. Loan repayment. So the investor makes regular monthly mortgage payments. As the mortgage loan is paid down, the investor's equity increases. Typically, rental income covers monthly payments, or the loan amount is paid off in full when the property is sold. Profit potential. A leveraged property has profit potential from appreciation, rental income, or when it is sold. However, Market fluctuations, interest rate changes, and depreciation can impact the investment's performance. With a relatively small initial investment, or the down payment, leveraged deals through loan financing offer the potential for greater returns on investment. Example of buying a property with leverage. To see how standard leverage in real estate can work, let's take a look at two examples an all-cash purchase compared to a down payment of 25%. Let's assume that rental income and property values increase by 8% annually and expenses by 5%. Whew, that's generous. The investor makes an all-cash purchase on a property costing $120,000. At the end of five years, the property's value has increased to $163,259, and the cash-on-cash -cash return is 12%. That's pretty good. Therefore, the property would yield a 36 return on investment. Bam! Our other investor makes a 25% down payment of $30,000 on a property valued at $120,000. At the end of five years, the property has also increased to the same value, $163K plus. However, comparing the cash on cash return, this investor has a return of almost 30%, two and a half times greater than the all cash investor. The equity gain is greater because the investor made a lower initial investment. However, more risk because they have, you know, debt. Positive versus negative leverage. Although leveraging can amplify returns on investment, as we've seen, it's vital to consider the potential risks of leverage. Ideally, the investment returns exceed the cost of borrowing, resulting in positive leverage. Negative leverage that's not good, and it can occur when borrowing costs exceed your returns. 
Let's take a look at that positive leverage because that's what we want. Positive leverage occurs when the investment property yields a higher return than the mortgage costs. Therefore, the rental income, cash flow, and appreciation result in profits compared to the initial investment. Positive leverage also results in amplified returns compared to a non-leveraged property. Woohoo! All right, then you got negative leverage. I guess we'll talk about that. Negative leverage occurs when the cost of borrowing exceeds returns from the property's negative cash flow. You have an underwater mortgage when the mortgage balance exceeds the property value, which impacts your returns. Unfortunately, it can also land you in financial hot water if you can't make those mortgage payments. Foreclosure, anyone? Here are the reasons why leverage in real estate can turn negative. Buying investment property in a too hot market, a sharp increase in interest rates, a downturn in the rental market, or property values just go down. Types of leverage in real estate. There are three primary types of real estate leveraging, financial, operational, and market leverage. Most investors use typical leverage strategies, loans, mortgages, or tapping into home equity. However, leverage also includes increasing rental rates, more efficient property management, and cost control. These tactics leverage the investment because they increase or maximize returns. Financial leverage. Financial leverage is another name for taking out a loan to buy an investment property. Depending on your circumstances, several options exist to leverage real estate. Here are a few. Conventional mortgages. Traditional lenders typically let you borrow up to 80% of the property value. The monthly loan payments depend on the following factors. Loan amount, credit score, loan terms, down payment, type of property. Home equity loans. HELOCs. You can leverage real estate by borrowing against equity in your home. For example, if you have enough equity, you can get a home equity line of credit, HELOC, or equity loan for the down payment. You can also benefit from lower interest rates. Seller financing. Another way to leverage real estate is by getting the seller to finance the deal. In these cases, you may be able to buy a property with little down payment or no money at all. Typically, with seller financing, you pay the seller monthly installments rather than a traditional real estate mortgage. Hard money loans. Sometimes hard money loan financing is the best way to leverage real estate. This is also called a bridge loan. This uses the property as collateral, and there's room for negotiation of the loan terms. Portfolio loans. You can combine all rental property mortgages into a single rental portfolio loan. This investment strategy can offer possibilities to get better deals and quickly sell your rental portfolio. Portfolio lenders are also more flexible than traditional lenders. Business credit cards. Huh. Yeah, using business credit can even help you make a down payment or pay for capital improvements. This allows you to improve your investment real estate portfolio without even dipping into your own cash. Operational leverage. Operational leverage in real estate refers to strategies to increase a property's profitability. The goal is to maximize income and minimize costs. Here are just a few ways to leverage rental real estate. Increase rent prices to improve cash flow. Reduce operating expenses like maintenance and property management. Minimize vacancies. And invest in capital improvements to add value and increase income potential. All those are very simplistic but you can dive deep on all of those things like minimizing vacancies, capital improvements, rent prices, increases, and how to do that properly. 
It's all in the archives, BP Daily. You'll find it. Let's talk about market leverage, too. Savvy investors know how to use market conditions to leverage real estate. These strategies can involve selling when demand is high, investing in locations with growth potential, and taking advantage of low interest rates. Therefore, due diligence before buying an investment property is vital to maximize your returns. Importance of leverage in real estate, or the benefits. All right, so the benefits of leverage come from using a small initial investment to buy profitable properties. Leveraging lets you use someone else's money to buy, own, and manage real estate. Also, you can buy more expensive investment properties using leveraged investment opportunities. Four principal benefits of real estate leverage are these. Number one, increased potential returns. The greatest benefit of leverage in real estate is amplified returns. Remember our example from earlier? Using real estate financing increases profit potential, and in many cases, you can buy significantly larger properties than unleveraged ones. Also, you make greater equity gains when the property appreciates. Diversification, number two. Real estate leverage enables you to diversify your investment portfolio as a whole. With borrowed funds, you can invest in multiple properties. This investment strategy spreads risk across different assets, so if one performs poorly, Others can still generate returns. Diversifying reduces the impact of a single investment's underperformance on your entire portfolio. Tax advantages. Buying investment properties with leverage offers several tax breaks. Just a few ways to reduce taxable income include these things. You can deduct your mortgage payments. You can write off rental property improvement costs. Defer capital gains tax by reinvesting in a like-kind property. Write off property depreciation. For example, suppose you made an all-cash property investment. In that case, you would have no mortgage payments to include in your yearly tax returns. Instead, you would pay more tax because monthly rental income appears higher. And the fourth thing, wealth building. Using leverage in real estate builds Wealth, the strategy works because you control investment properties for a fraction of your capital. Pretty cool. Your finances benefit from additional income, tax breaks, and property appreciation. And additionally, leveraged investment opportunities amplify gains. These factors allow you to grow wealth over time. And pretty quickly, too. Risks of leveraging real estate. Any investment strategy has its risks. Therefore, Understanding leverage risks in real estate is crucial to protect your monthly cash flow and hard assets. Some of the vulnerabilities of loan financing include housing market downturns causing property values to sink, interest rate hikes increase borrowing costs, vacancies impact cash flow for sure, meaning you may or may not even be able to cover your mortgage payments, high debt levels impact liquid assets and negatively affect your credit rating, due diligence, can help you avoid the risks associated with leveraging real estate. Therefore, conducting thorough market research and understanding what you can afford and what you can't is crucial when considering loan financing for real estate investing. Now let's touch on some tips for leveraging real estate effectively and safely. When used wisely, leveraging is a powerful tool to invest less cash for higher returns. So what are some of the best ways to maximize the potential returns of every cent invested? Here are some of the top tips to ensure you get the best out of leveraged deals. By following these tips, you can leverage real estate effectively 
while even minimizing potential risks. Set realistic goals. This is across the board in life, but set realistic financial goals to avoid borrowing too much or over-leveraging. Use conservative estimations for property appreciation, inflation, expenses, and mortgage payments. Use risk management strategies. Conduct extensive housing market research to find real estate investments with the best profit potential. Use bigger pockets to educate yourself on the Burr method to build passive income quickly. Have an exit strategy. Ooh, this is so important. For selling or refinancing if the real estate market slows down. Maintain a reasonable loan-to-value or LTV ratio to avoid excessive debt. Keep your personal assets separate from your business dealings. Build a strong financial foundation. Base profit forecasts on current market trends, not how markets have historically performed. Maintain a contingency fund to pay for unexpected repairs or long vacancies. Diversify your investment portfolio. Diversify your portfolio to spread the risk around a little bit. Consider investing in different regions or even cities. Use a mix of investment strategies like fix and flip, rental, and buy and hold properties. Let's touch on how to calculate leverage ratios. Calculating leverage is crucial for determining the best way to finance real estate investments. Accurate calculations help to identify suitable properties. They also help determine if you can afford mortgage payments and running costs. So let's look briefly at three leverage ratio calculations to assist you in making the best investment decisions. Loan-to-value ratio. LTV requires, or compares rather, the real estate price with the loan amount. Calculating the LTV is crucial for determining the size of the down payment. Higher LTVs usually mean higher risk real estate loans and higher interest rates. Therefore, the mortgage may be more expensive. So to calculate this LTV ratio, divide the loan amount by the appraised property value. The ratio expressed as a percentage. Here is the calculation. LTV ratio equals mortgage amount divided by appraised value times 100. So, for example, buying a property valued at 200 k with a down payment of $40,000 is an LTV ratio of 80%. So here's how that's calculated. We get $160,000 after the $40,000 down payment. That's the mortgage amount divided by $200,000 times 100 equals 80%. This means your initial investment is 20% of the total purchase price, or $40,000. Therefore, your equity is 20% and you use 80% leverage for the investment. I hope that's making sense. All right, so calculating LTV ratios is... Useful for fix and flips, rental properties, and buy and hold. And a typical LTV ratio for real estate investing, by the way, is anywhere between 70 and 80%. Debt service coverage ratio, or DSCR. Calculating the debt service coverage ratio, DSCR, helps determine if a property is financially viable. This metric is based on the net operating income, NOI, and debt service. For example, you would first deduct operating expenses from income to calculate the NOI. Then, you divide annual debt service, principal repayment, plus borrowing costs. Here is how to calculate the debt service coverage ratio. DSCR equals net operating income divided by debt service. For example, suppose a rental property has an NOI potential of $19,200 and the mortgage principal and interest payments are $14,000 annually. In that case, 
the DSCR is 1.37. 19,200 divided by 14K equals 1.37. By the way, the optimal ratio for debt service coverage calculations is anything over 1.25. You're going to see a lot of different numbers, but 1.25 is good. Equity multiple. The equity multiplier helps determine your potential return on investment compared to your initial investment. It can be useful to track current investments or calculate the projected ROI. The equity multiple calculations can help identify potential profitable real estate investments. The calculation is based on all profits from the investment, total cash distributions. These include rental income and profit from the sale. You then divide the investment profits by the total equity invested. The result is the amount your equity has multiplied during the holding period. So here's the formula for that. Equity multiple equals total cash distributions divided by amount invested. Quick example. Suppose you bought a property five years ago for 200K and the down payment was 40,000 bucks. Let's assume the property sells for 350,000, bam, and the total interest payments were 50 grand. Therefore, your profit on the property is around $100,000. Let's say during the holding period, you earned 95K in rental income. The equity multiple ratio is 4.87. 195,000 divided by 40,000 equals 4.87. Therefore, for every dollar you invested, you received $4.87 in returns. That's pretty big. So you can use an equity multiple calculator to compare similar properties in similar markets. However, it's important to use the metric along with other metrics to calculate a potential real estate investment. Let's take a look at some quick final thoughts before we wrap up for today. Understanding leverage in real estate is essential for any investor. It's an effective tool to increase your buying power and amplify profits. It allows you to turn smaller initial investments into greater returns. Real estate financing can help diversify your portfolio, increase ROI, and give you several tax advantages. However, like any powerful tool, you must use leveraging wisely. Therefore, understanding its associated risks is crucial to building wealth and enjoying positive cash flow and financial freedom. You made it through another episode of Bigger Pockets Daily. Did you learn something new? If you still have questions about this subject, go ahead and jump onto the forums at biggerpockets.com forum. It's like being at a 24-7 networking event without all the business cards and awkward small talk. The weather is really not that interesting. Otherwise, you know the drill. We'll have another episode waiting for you in the morning. Ta-ta!